Thanks for tuning in to Healthcare from the Heart podcast. I am your co-host, Heather Wyman, and our topic for July is UV Safety Awareness Month. And I'm your co-host, Yasmin Ramasco. Joining us today is Dr. Nicholas Dorsey. Thanks so much. Really glad to be back. Well, we're happy to have you here um, to discuss this timely topic. Obviously, UV safety is important all the time, but in the summer months in Florida, it's extremely important. So with so many people spending their summer vacations at the beach or by the pool, it's important that we talk about how to protect ourselves from UV rays and the risks of UV exposure. I'm Yasmin. Can you start us off with uh, explaining kind of what the different types of UV exposure are? Sure. Well, the obvious comes to mind, of course, being out in the natural sun without skin protection, Um, but there are different UV rays. So the UVA rays actually penetrate deeper because they have a longer wavelength. They generally don't cause sunburns like we see with UVB rays, but they can contribute to skin aging. UVA rays will tan you, and this is the main type of ray used in tanning beds. Dr. Dorsey, can you elaborate a little bit on the risks of sun exposure, UV exposure? Absolutely. You know, in our clinic, uh, every week we wind up cutting things off of people and doing biopsies and nobody really enjoys that. But, uh, you know, there, there are certain types of skin cancer out there that are increased uh, with this UV exposure. That would be basal cell, uh, carcinoma, squamous cell, and then the kind of dreaded melanoma as well. And these can affect all different areas. Uh, most commonly, we see the face, lips, eyelids, what um, we see a lot on the back and the scalp. Um, and, you know, there's other risks, as, as I think we kind of mentioned, is premature aging of the skin. They can affect our eyes and not just, you know, our eyelids on the skin, but also our vision um, and, and how we see. Yeah, so people often think of the risks of skin cancers, but like you mentioned, the UV rays can um, lead to changes in the eyes. For our listeners, I don't know if they've ever seen anyone with um, like a yellow-like film over the whites of a person's eye. This can um, actually be something called a pterygium, which is usually caused from sun exposure. It's often referred to as a surfer's eye. Uh, they can continue to grow with continued UV exposure and can actually start to block someone's vision. The treatment is usually surgical removal. And that doesn't sound like fun at all. And I'll tell you, I'm a Florida girl. Growing up in Florida, I am super guilty of being out in the sun for probably way too long with not enough sunscreen on. Um, I actually just had a skin cancer or precancerous lesion removed this year myself. So I have really tried to educate myself for this summer on, you know, what kind of sunscreen do I need to use and what's the difference um, in the SPF level. So if you could elaborate that Dr. Dorsey, I think that would help a lot of our listeners. Absolutely. So I think there's so much to talk about when it comes to sunscreen because, you know, you see the bottle and you just grab whatever's there. Um, But there's a lot more uh, consideration that can go into it. I'm going to try and condense this because I would love to talk about it all day long. But um, I think one of the the important things to remember is that this is an FDA-regulated product. So sunscreen is uh, there's certain quality tests that it has to pass before it can be sold. Um, There's also, you know, how you use this product makes a really big difference um, in how you're protecting yourself from sunburns, protecting your family, um, and, you know, from these things like sunburns and skin cancer and early aging and all this kind of stuff. So I think the the biggest piece of uh, advice um, that can be really potent is limiting your amount of time in the sun, even with sunscreen, especially between the hours of about 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. is when the UV um, 
the sun's rays are going to be most intense. And so trying to limit exposure during this time, it doesn't mean you can't go out and have a good time, but certainly if you're going to be out in that time, you want to make sure you're um, using sunscreen appropriately. When you're picking a sunscreen, um, most docs are going to recommend that you go with something SPF 15 or higher. And uh, as Yasmin alluded to, your that SPF is really preventing those UVB rays. So there's UVA, which you know you can still get tan with and everything. So you can still get tan using sunscreen. <laughs> um, but when you pick uh, an SPF of about uh, 15, you're blocking about 93% of those harmful UVB rays. And I, I would say that's um, certainly um, a reasonable amount. Um, to, to aim to, to try and achieve. My personal recommendation is to shoot for SPF of 30 or higher, and that's gonna block about 97% of those UVB rays. Um, and as you move up to SPF 50, uh, you're, you're going from 97% to 98%. And so you're not getting quite as much return on that higher, you know, as you're applying that almost glue-like substance to your skin, <laughs> as sometimes it feels like, right? So I think 30 does a really great job. The big thing that, you know, people often forget is as you're out there doing all the things we love in the sun, running around, swimming, uh, sweating, what you find is that you need to apply more often. So sunscreen's only as good as long as it's on your body. And so as, as you do this, you may need to apply more than ever, the generally recommended two hours. So after that two-hour mark, we start to see sunscreen, even if you're not sweating and doing other things, lose some of its protective value. Right. And I think that a lot of our um, listeners, and myself included, used to think the higher the SPF, the longer I can go without reapplying it, which is not the case. You reapply across the board at the same time. It's just the higher the SPF the less sun exposure you're allowing, you know, to penetrate, correct? Correct. Okay. So just as important um, as, um, you know, uh, sunscreen protection, uh, we also want to advise our listeners to use um, sunglasses to prevent eye damage, wide-brimmed hats to protect our face and our scalp, layers of clothing if you are outside for extended amount of, uh, t for an extended amount of time. Um, and then for um, someone who may be in their vehicle for extended periods of time, like a truck driver or something like that, uh, tint your windows. Cause we often, you know, we just go about our daily routine, just driving, but we get so much uh, UV exposure as well while we're just driving, especially in Florida. So, um, and of course um, we also recommend that you schedule your preventative skin cancer screenings with your healthcare provider to catch any damage early before it turns into something more serious. Absolutely. And I think we recommend once a year, unless you have a family history of skin cancer that you might want to do a little more frequently or discuss with your health provider, the best method for that. Um, another thing that we might say is, you know, making sure if you're choosing makeup might be a, an easy way to get some added SPF in for our females. Um, or hey, it's 2022 males as well, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, this is yes. true. This is true. So I think the takeaways here are to make sure that um, if you're going to the beach or the pool, it's okay to hide out under the umbrella a little bit or to put that shirt on for a few minutes, um, reapplying your sunscreen. But, you know, if you're sun in your buns, you got to take a little bit extra precaution to make sure, you know, you don't uh, have any harmful effects later on, right? Absolutely. We all like to look tan when we're going out for dinner, but uh, we got to be careful. 
All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. Um, It's been a pleasure. I think this has been a lot of great information and we hope all of you out there listening have a great week.